And we have a, I have a YouTube, but I, I haven't done anything he, with he it. He bought the GoPros, and that's about it. Spent about three grand last year. Actually, I bought a MacBook too, so I spent yeah. about five thousand yeah. dollars last year, and I have four subscribers. And you have not posted a video yet. I'm, I filmed a couple. Yeah, but I'll get to editing, man. That's what I need you guys for. You need to teach me how to do it. Uh, no one, no one wants to do the hard part with me. No. Everybody, I mean, I, I everybody just watch YouTube videos yeah. to figure it out. Everybody will go fishing with me, but nobody wants to sit down for four hours and edit the video. Well, so it's really not that hard because the way we edit, like I just put everything on a timeline and then cut out the crap. So all you do, like if you yeah. got Final Cut or iMovie, it's the same, the same thing. You just go through and you hit Command B and it cuts it, and you go to the other part and hit Command B, and then you click it and you hit Delete, hmm. and it's gone. I mean, that's literally all I do is just put it in a timeline. Yeah. And I, I basically just cut out me not talking. Yeah. And if I'm talking, I leave it. Now, I, I do listen through to make sure I'm not dropping F-bombs or talking about some <laughs> other YouTuber or something. But, so, I mean, I, you, you obviously have to cut out, like, listen and cut out some certain things. But yeah. it's basically just cutting out the, the fluff. Yeah, but th- uh, this year- I don't do, like, a land shark or yeah. Ryan Mori edit where it's like a movie. That's, I mean, they're they're insane. They're on a different level. I mean, that, it takes, that's insane. I literally can edit, like an easy edit for me, I can be done like start to finish like 45 minutes to an hour. Oh, wow. Ryan and Vic, well, Victor's got an editor now. They probably do it pretty quick, but Ryan talks about like days. Days, yeah. yeah. And I could not, like I hate editing so much and it's literally like an hour sometimes too. I couldn't imagine yeah. days of just like going through because like their their biggest thing is their intros, and so it might only be a minute, maybe even forty five seconds. But there's like there there's so many things that are happening, and so many cuts, and then music, and then sometimes they're also put putting on like sound effects. Yeah. And to find that it looks simple once it's all done, but to find that perfect clip that fits this sound or the perfect sound that fits that clip, and yeah. that's the time consuming part. And I. Yeah. I would love to do it. Like it, it looks awesome, yeah. but I think our style too, just kind of being more like home movie. Yeah. People do relate that because they, if you watch some of our videos, like you kind of feel like you're there with us fishing. If you watch a Victor or Ryan Mori, it's awesome. You feel like you're watching a movie. Like I don't oh, feel yeah. like I'm there. Yeah, but like ours is more like home movie. Yeah, well, and that's you know just like I said earlier, for me to go fishing, like I gotta, it's got to be worth it. And for me to try to do the YouTube stuff. The amount of time that it would take for me to stop tying pompano rigs or right. doing jigs or, you know, it's really got, and I know that it's something you got to build and grow, but I'm still trying to build and grow frisky right. fins yeah. to where doing the podcast, I don't think there'll be that much editing, you know, just a little bit here and there. Uh, and Jordan can help me with that. Yeah. And with the podcast, the only thing, like Matt's always edited them. I'll probably edit this one since he wasn't here, but. Um, Thanks for showing I, I, up, Matt. I know, right? <laughs> I think he does listen through the whole thing, but like. Nothing was said or nothing happened in this one. So yeah. as long as we make sure everything lines up and like nothing goes wrong, yeah. all I got to do is cut out the beginning and then cut out the end from me just turning them on. Yeah. But like on the one with Jack, it would have been fine too, but we started talking about like, can you cuss or can you not cuss? <laughs> and then I dropped an F-bomb just yep. for Matt. So he would have to he would have to go edit. But yeah. as long as nothing like that happens and you don't have to cut something yeah. out, it's Super simple to edit the podcast. Yeah. I think it, I think it's going to be fun. You know, this is going to be a year where I want to do a little more. Like I, I, I really, I've gotten it down to where we have a couple of rig tires because the Pompano rigs are my main main business. 
Um, I still do every jig, every pole, everything like that is still done through me. Um, but I want to be able to fish a lot this year. Yeah. And if I'm going to do it, I might as well bring a camera and I might as well spend two or three hours doing, you know, right. just to try to, I know I'm not going to become you guys. You know I mean? That's not my goal. My goal is not to become you know, land shark. I know that I can't do that. I don't have time. Don't, I don't have the, don't have the will to do it either. But it'd be nice just to be able to show off new products, show off right. what we're doing with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, for you, it's all about the advertising. Yeah, exactly. You know, for spend a couple hours getting free advertisement. It's, Did they just like turn up the music out there? It's got, they're going crazy, man. Out out there. But. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think time. it would be good for the advertise. It might be. I don't know what time we close. I think it's seven. I think we might close at six right now. I don't know. It just went off there. Um, but yeah, the advertising for you would yeah. definitely be worth it. And that's like. No. For for you not having to make your living off of YouTube, yeah. like you don't have to have that big of a following to drive a lot more sales. Because yeah. anybody that it would be watching your video would be a customer. Like if you're gonna watch that style of fishing, you're gonna be a customer that wants to buy that product. Yeah. So um, it's an easy way. And when I'm doing so much, I mean, with- obviously your names yeah. like you've already have a good name around i mean really everywhere not even just the panhandle area but well, i appreciate all it. up and down the coast so well that's the you know good. we're doing i'm going all these places anyway you know like we go to florida you know you guys when we go down to Juneau, and i went out and caught all and we caught 100 and something reds in october you know like i could have right. i could have been videoing all you guys did videos you know coastal worldwide did video everybody came and did a video right except for me and i was out there every morning i was you know throwing baits and when we go down to Juno, I mean, you guys get what three, four, five video, and I'm just sitting there in the background, like, "Hey, how's it go?" You right. know, hanging out. So, I mean, they're good. Like for you, it is like way more enjoyable and way less yeah. pressure. Yeah. Because you're just out there having fun fishing. Where we're like, I got to remember to do these certain things for the video, and I got to make sure the camera's on. Like all all the different stuff that goes into actually yeah. filming a video. Yeah. Um. When I've said from day one too, like I just I just enjoy fishing with you guys, and you know whether or not you use my stuff or or not, it's just it's fun to get out and just see what you guys do. Like it's fun to actually see you guys knowing you're producing a video, right? Just it's 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 interesting. It really is. Some of the I've seen some things that I'm like, hey, (laughs) that's how they do that. Yeah. (laughs) But it it is fun. It it is like you said. It's a lot of. I'm just hanging out on the pier. You know, right. I, I can cuss. I you know, I can do it. I can eat my chicken sandwich. I don't have to worry about catching a fish. Right. You know, so I know. I, I want to get to the point. It's like we started Kelton a YouTube channel. Um, I want to get to the point where one I, our goal is to get this podcast going a little more. Obviously, with the store and stuff, we want to get to where we're not having to grind so hard for ourselves yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. So it would be awesome for Kelton, which, of course, right now I still have to film and edit for Kelton because he's <laughs> six years old. <laughs> he can't do that by himself. But it would be nice to be able to just, like, go out with him and just him. Yeah. Or maybe not even make a video, but make a video for his channel. Like, it takes so much more pressure off of me. Oh, yeah. It is way more enjoyable when I'm not, like, because, I mean, really, until I get a video, yeah. like, I'm stressed the whole time I'm fishing because I'm, like, if I don't get a video, I've literally just wasted a day. Well, even like, you know, you guys are, you guys are on a different level than a lot of the other YouTubers that I deal with, but you know, you have the ability to go down to South Florida right now. Like right. if you're someone that's got a normal job who doesn't, you can't, you got to fish here. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to, like you say, got to grind it out for eight hours to maybe catch a couple yeah. of fish. 
Like, that's not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable to anybody. Right. Uh, and you can see it in a lot of the videos, too, to where, you know, they're, people are tired of and, sitting and on the beach. And then this time, it's like the same thing. So, like, sheep's head fishing is usually what we do. Well, the first two, maybe three videos are cool. And then you're like, yeah. I don't want to go sheep's head fishing. <laughs> but that's the only thing biting. So, I guess I'm going sheep's head fishing. We, we, we um, do sheep's head jigs, too, by the way. If, yeah, you need, yeah. Yeah, if you need some. And they are good. I'd. I've had the most luck with the the swing one opposed really? to like the actual what's huh. the other one called a knocker knocker jig. I've had the most luck with the swing jig, which I think most people do like the knocker jig. Though. Yeah, I I almost but, exclusively fish knocker jigs. Yeah, I, I just feel like I could set the hook jig. harder. Yeah, which I just I kind of like setting the hook hard when I'm sheepshead fishing. That is a that is one of the fun things about sheepshead fishing because most of the fishing that we do in saltwater is with circle hooks. Yeah. And you don't set the hook. Sheep's head fishing is like your bass fishing. As hard as you of. can. Um, you're not like reeling in and then setting. You're just sitting there waiting and then set. But nope. there's something fun about just setting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want like at, at Juno with the big, the big rods. Just, oh, yeah. I'm kind of upset I didn't go on Juno Pier this year. Well, we're going again this year, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm going every year now. I think I might try to go a little early. I want to go catch a slot stuck this year. I just, I miss catching slots. I want to walk the beach, throw an NLB in, you know, something like that, yeah. and catch a slot. When does it, when does it open? Uh, end of February, maybe? Like, I mean, it's it's almost time for them to, and then it closes then, in the end of May, I think. I think it closes it opens in May. back up in September. Like September 1st, yeah. And that's uh, why and we're catching all the big ones. right now. Yeah. So yeah. Like, is it September? Is it just September? Or is it September, October? Do you know? I'm not a hundred, and I'm not a hundred percent sure. And everything's different. Like East Coast is different. Parts of the West Coast are right. closed, and um, I yeah, just I know, know like Central West clo- West Coast, like around Tampa and stuff, has been closed for a while after yeah. they had that bad red uh, tide. Red tide, like two years ago. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it's opened up since then, but yeah, I, I, I mean, Snook is delicious. It's phenomenal. It's so good and i mean i mean it it is really good but i may think it's even better because like we don't ever get to eat it i've had it twice um like we we just get used to eating the same stuff here so it's nice to eat something different but it it definitely does taste different it's got a a sweet meat it's so good and they're all different like if you were to if you can if you caught a keeper and i caught a keeper they might taste completely different interesting it just there's certain ones that are just there that are a lot sweeter they're a lot flakier than the other ones but Always, always, always take the skin off. That is a fish. I was about to say, so they call them like the soap, soap fish. fish, right? So if you cook it with the skin on. It tastes like dial soap. And it, it's, it's it's soap. Like it tastes like soap. So we need to go down there when it's open, <laughs> and then we're going to do a, a sample. Yeah. We'll cook one um, with the skin on and one with the skin off. Yeah. it's br- So back in the early days when they used to get fished real hard, People thought them as trash fish. They just throw them up on a wall. They catch, you know, fifty. Back then, they would just throw yep. them on a grill with the skin. And well, I mean, that's how you cooked over an open flame. You know, yeah. you just kept the skin of the fish, and it tasted soap. like yeah, tasted like soap. Like, this is garbage. Yeah, and then some random person figured it out. Got to cut. <laughs> Thanks, thank you, that guy. I wonder what that is. Like, I have no it's idea. It's just interesting that one yeah. random fish in the ocean yep. has a weird skin that. Well, no other fish has well and there's there's no other there's no other snook either like there's no like they're not like how pompano are in the jack family and like reds and trout are in the same i don't i think snook is one of the only fish they're that's the it's only, only 
I could be wrong. Don't you know, I'm sure there's somebody out there who knows. Somebody I'm wrong. let him know that he's wrong. Yeah, but I'm 99 sure they're like the only fish in there. Yeah, in their family. I know they're kind of like a a saltwater bass. Yeah. You know what I was? I think I, I probably talked to you about this. I know I talked to Sean about it. Um, I want to go back down to Juno, and I want to go catch maybe like a 12 to 14 inch largemouth bass. And take it and drop it off the end of the pier. I feel like a snook would get so mad at a bass. I don't know why I, I feel that way, but I, like it's something that it's not usually seeing. Yeah. And I just think one of those big snook would mess it up. Well, that's what the they do. The croakers most of the time they're just trying to kill them. The croakers eat the snook eggs. Yeah. But it, so there's a bunch of spillways and stuff. If, if we ever go down there and it rains real hard, we can go to the spillways if they open. Then that's all the snook are eating. They're eating on the freshwater tilapia and stuff that's coming out. I watched a video this morning because we're going down to South Florida um, of a dude that was snook fishing all those different canals and stuff. That's what he did. He throws his cast nets and gets just like little cichlids and tilapia and stuff. And we use those. And of course, down there, like, well, we don't even have snook here. But like, depending on where you're fishing, like if you're fishing them off the pier, those snook probably haven't really had tilapia or cichlids. I don't know how that bait would work there, opposed to the ones that are more inshore in the brackish water. It would just even, be something different, they'll, though. They'll even get basically in freshwater. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the same thing with the tarpon. Like, there's freshwater tarpon yeah. that are in ponds in South Florida, which is crazy. <laughs> but Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a wild place down there. South Florida's awesome, man. Just got to watch out for... It's the only place you can get attacked by a bear, an alligator, and a crocodile. Yeah. All in the same area. And panthers. And panthers. <laughs> Panthers are kind of hard to see, but there, yeah. there's definitely some panthers out there. I know we went when we were down yeah. there last year. We went to Picayune State Park, or I don't, might be National Park. Picayune National, it's probably National Park. And there were signs everywhere. Yep. It's like Panther Crossing, and it, that was a weird place. Yeah, like it was cool. Um, we caught some um, peacock bass and stuff, but it was like I felt like <laughs> at any minute there was going to be, be it. a panther. <laughs> Or like some redneck just walk out of the woods and rattle rattlesnake. I mean, there is yeah, you don't you don't think about South Florida, but I mean, there are massive rattlesnakes down there. Anacondas. Oh yeah, everything. I mean, pythons. Yeah, pythons. Oh yeah, I mean, it's it's a weird. So look, I grew up in the city, you know. It's like it was weird to see, like you see a fox and you're like, oh man, there's a fox. Like, what <laughs> yeah. are you doing? Like people are scared of it. And like we moved, uh, we moved to Arkansas. I saw two deers fighting for the first time. I've never seen a deer really in my life. And there's two. Two deer fight. Dude, I'm, what is happening? Yeah, no, no, right I'm, I'm with my, I'm with this kid. His name's Cameron, and Cameron, you know, he's a good old boy. Hunt, hunted his whole life, and he's like, "What do you mean? What do we do?" I was like, "What, what do we do? Deer?" And he's like, "You just sit here, like they're gonna fight, and then they're gonna go away." And I was like, "No, no, 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 yeah. this is violent, man." That's funny. But South Florida's got a lot of got baby deer. Yeah, hogs. They they get ate by the alligators before they can get too big. The alligator thing is like. Growing up in Nashville, obviously, we didn't have alligators. And even yeah. here, like there's there's some, but yeah. you don't see them very often. Nope. And so the first time I went down to the Everglades with Matt and Brant, you're just fishing on the side of the road. There's literally an alligator like five foot yeah. from you. Oh, yeah. You're like, that, like it's a little weird. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen them in the zoo. Yeah, yeah. And they can't kill you in the zoo. Yeah. But if he wanted to, he could turn around and chase me. It's the one you don't see. That's the one that, you know, that's <laughs> right. one that's sitting on the bottom for 30 minutes watching you yeah. catch fish. And we yeah. were, um, there's a, I think it is a state park or something on Highway 41 in the Everglades. And I'm 
pretty certain they probably feed the gators there. Because yeah. there's like, they're everywhere you stop. But there's like way more in yeah. this one particular area. I'm like, I bet these, they're, they're feeding these gators <laughs> to keep them there. Because um, all the tourists love them. Yeah, yeah. But so we stopped and we're fishing that little area they're in. And like three of them, probably thinking I'm there to feed them, swim up, cl- like crawl out of the water and like start coming towards me. I'm like, hell no. Yep. Like, I'm getting out of here. Like, I don't know that you're trying to kill me or if you think <laughs> I'm going to feed you something, but. We're not going to find out. That's the first time, like, one, because like, usually they don't even move. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you just said that you can stare at them forever and they don't even move, but those yeah. were, like, actively coming towards me and, like, yeah, that's not for me. So I grew up with them, you know what I mean? I mean, that was never, alligators were never something I was worried about. Crocodiles and things like that, like, those are the rattlesnakes. Those were yeah. the things that I was really, really worried about. Supposedly, we have some alligators in the ponds in the new neighborhood we just moved to. Huh. Um, all the neighbors have said, like, each pond has one. See one. They said there was one in the pond behind our house, but it would start, like, chasing after kids, and so they, they had it removed. But it scares me, like, sending my six-year-old, like, I can, I feel like I could outrun a gator, but yeah. my six-year-old, if a gator wants to get him, like, he's, he's probably not going to think fast enough. and. <laughs> That's how I know them from Florida. Like, even in schools, they teach you how to run away from alligators. Really? Like, like it's part of, like, one of those. Like, I'm sure, like, out in you Montana. Like zigzag, like somebody's shooting at you? That's what they tell you to do, but, like, that's been proven really, really wrong over time. Because uh, the alligators don't zig. They just keep going straight. Right. So you're zigging, <laughs> and they're, <laughs> they're just covering you're, you're ground. You're running slower for no reason. But, I mean, I mean, that was, like, that was something you learn about, like, in school is don't go near the water's edge. And I'm sure, like, in Montana and places, they're like, Watch out for, you know, cougars and right. like this is what you need to look out for. And but Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we grew up learning how to run away from alligators and what to do in hurricanes. Yeah. yeah. I know we had the tor- a lot of the tornado drills and stuff in the <sighs> schools and obviously not the hurricane stuff, but it was funny like a your tornado drill was go sit in the hallway and put a book over your head. <laughs> <laughs> that was a whole different world. So I know I know you we gotta get going, but the first time I ever heard a tornado siren in Arkansas, freaked yeah, out. What is yeah. happening? We're like, where do we go? What do we do? And Leanne's yeah. like, she pulls up her phone. And she's like, oh, it's just, you know, it's 10 miles out. I was like, 10 miles, you know. Right. And, you know, now oh, that, I, that I've lived through a couple, I'm like, go back to bed. I know. That's the craziest thing about tornadoes versus hurricanes. Like, hurricane, like, you know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. Usually, like, a week in advance that it's going to yeah. at least might be close. And then you usually have the warnings, like. A day, at least oh, two yeah. days before you're like, yeah. all right, it's probably coming to us. Yeah. But a tornado, it just pops up. But like you're saying, if it's 10 miles down the road, ain't nothing to worry yeah, about. Yeah, you're actually like, probably right on top of you. You're probably having decent weather because all the bad right. weather is right next to that. Oh, With yeah. the hurricane, it would be like, I think Hurricane Sally was like 300 miles wide or something crazy. Well, and Sally was just such a weird, it was only supposed to be like a tropical storm. Right. And then, you know, nobody got prepared for it. Nobody yeah. left. Nobody boarded up. And then all of a sudden, I think just sat over. It was over. only moving like three miles an yeah. hour. Just As a category three. Dumped rain on us. But there was that big tornado over, what was it, Navarre? During that last storm? Panama City. Panama City. It messed Whew. up. Um, there was Pirate's Cove Marina or something. Yeah. Like I saw that picture. Messed it up. There was a house on the beach, like, sitting yeah. sideways. And well, even the pier. The pier got hit, uh, and, it, and it looks yeah, like Navarre it was like a water was, spout. Yeah. Because there was no, the waves weren't big enough to actually, you know. To bur- have knocked it, yeah. yeah. So it looks like the pier got hit by a water spout. or Probably so. 
Man. I mean, it sounded like it sounded like it was a tornado in my backyard. When yeah, at like five a.m., I woke up to like brutal storm, yeah. loud thunder. So there are very few things in the world that make me scared. Like I, I nothing really scares kittens. Ghosts. Kittens? No, no, no. Hate kittens. Don't want. Don't mind cats. Hate kittens. Interesting. Thunderstorms. Yeah. If there's a thunder. Like I, I couldn't sleep. I was up all night. Really? Couldn't sleep. And when it started hitting, I was like, oh, no, where are we doing? So I was up for that whole thing. Because you think, like, your house is going to get knocked out or something? I just, I I have a huge respect slash fear for, like, Mother Nature. Yeah. It's just, just like you're, just yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, a tornado could wipe out your yeah. house in two seconds. Like, it was nothing. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, those people over there, you you live in Panama City on the beach. Did you think those people going to bed thought they were going to get hit by a tornado? Right. You know, yeah. when it's. So yeah, thunderstorms, man. Woo! I, I don't like them. Yeah. I'll, I'll be gone for any type of hurricane. Anything above a two, I'm. I know after. Yeah. And that's what most people say is like a one or two, like you're fine. No. If they start talking about more than that, like go ahead and get out of here. Yeah. But of course, it wasn't supposed to be. No, like, um, that was weird. So I, yeah, probably. I mean, where we're at now, further north. You ain't got to worry about a tornado up there. I mean, or a hurricane. What you got to worry about is the pop-up tornadoes yeah. spinning from the hurricane. Well, I have to worry about flooding because um, our yeah. house is stupid. Well, so ours, I don't know that I would have to worry about flooding so much in our actual house. But, like, our neighbor, their backyard, even just from the rains, like, and even our yard, too, just gets swapping wet. But yeah. um, the, the drainage there is just ridiculous. It's horrible everywhere. That that's so our house kind of comes down. The neighbor to our right, she's been flooded twice, I think. Um, but they say that during Sally, like my pad was underwater by like two feet or something. But there was also drains that were clogged because there was new construction. But even I don't know if it was a storm or it might have been one of the other hurricanes that hit. You sent us a picture last year. I don't know, eighteen inches or something of water in your. Oh, it was up to my hip. Like, it was up to my lady. I mean, it was fully, it was up to that first brace on a fence. That's and that's crazy. the lady next door. She got it. It never came in our house, but it came really close. So I bought 100 sandbags. And, you know, realistically, if it's going to go above 100 sandbags and into my house, like, I don't need to be there anymore. Right. So, but that was after I just it feel rained. like as bad as that drainage is in your backyard, like, there's probably nothing you can do about it now. But no. that should have been a warranty issue with the builder. Oh, yeah. The lady next door, I think she, so it's through, is it, I don't know if I can say the name, but it's a, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, D.R. Horton. Yeah. yeah. So like, they're, <laughs> they're known all around the world well, of building well, a shitty house. Well, I don't, I don't want to get D.R. <laughs> I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but so it's, just, so basically Those like me, not you. where her house is should have been a drainage spot, like to where they would have brought. So her house like does flow to like the street but it all piles up at her house so the the amount of it going out yeah. is less than it coming in um so we were running three sup pumps like commercial grade like four inch hoses full-on sand everything and it was still like rising during during that storm they were like we're supposed to put a ditch but it looks like we got enough room for another yeah. house so we're gonna do another house and she she's actually she's had water come ditch. in the house two times now so that that uh. sucks and not even from the hurricane. Not even from a hurricane. Just from regular regular storms. And that the picture I sent you was like like 
two like two weeks after we moved in too. Like Leanne yeah. had gone back home, you know, back to Arkansas. You're like great, I just buy a house yeah. and I was gonna flood. Well, now months. now every time I like made a, a mortgage, <laughs> it was horrible. Yeah, it was brutal. That's crazy. We won't be there very long, so hopefully, I mean, you know, fingers crossed, we'll be we'll be heading somewhere else. Yeah. So. What are you thinking? Probably over in like Lillian. We still okay. want to stay in this so area. This area yeah, we had to buy that house without seeing it. That was part of it. Was when everything was going crazy. Right. We got great. We got a great deal on our house to sell it. Um, but we were like that house came up and was like, if you want to buy, it, you got to buy it now. So we offered over asking and yeah. Uh, we never Which even I'm saw sure the house. Still gone up in value. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, everything has, but um, it's crazy. You're like, you feel like you're overpaying for a house, and then two years later, it's still. Up worth a hundred thousand more <laughs> we pay like a hundred thousand over what the person bought it for a year ago brand new like, i mean it was it, but it was that was the going rate. like yeah. we didn't overpay like another house that we wanted to go on uh in that same neighborhood sold for more than what we bought ours for and so it was but again we didn't get to see it we left uh we left a house that was we got spoiled with our first home purchase and uh, so the, it's a it's a little different neighborhood. It's a little different. Yeah, I want to have land. I don't know. That's what I've been looking at a lot lately. Like, I I love being close to the beach, but yeah. at our old place, I didn't really have many issues with the neighbors. Like, we had one lady that was just like kind of a pain. But dude, in our neighborhood, <laughs> you would think I lived on Ono Island in two million dollar homes. <laughs> like some of these women, and I'm like. Listen, lady, you live in a three hundred thousand dollar Dr. Horton home, yeah. and the northern side, like you're almost in Foley. Yeah, N- nothing against Foley if you're from Foley. I'm sorry, I live in but, Foley, so it's yeah, James lives in Foley. But the way they act is like, yeah, you would think you would think I was in Orange Beach. That's how our HOA is. Everybody's are. like, oh, Orange Beach people, but yeah. I, I had way better experience with Orange Beach people. I'm in Gulf Shores, and they're acting like this. I'm like, we got to find before we even moved in the house. For for our age, yeah. we built it. We built a fence. We had a fence professionally built, and then we got a fine for for putting up a fence. I so like, I got, so we're renting. Um, so I don't deal with the HOA, but yeah. I, I should have thought about this, but I didn't because I've I've never I've never even owned a home. But um, even the times that I lived in a neighborhood for, I lived in a neighborhood with HOA for like two years, but I was living with my parents. Um, so I don't really have no experience with HOA, but. We so we moved in and it's a much bigger house, but it still just have so much crap. And so I just bought like a plastic storage shed. Nope. Like just from Home Depot. Um, like it's nothing giant. It does. It sticks over a fence like a hair. Yeah. But wasn't even up twenty four hours. Yeah, no. And I, I know who it is. <laughs> I know the neighbor. Everybody, if you live in a neighborhood, you you know the neighbor. You know that person. Yep. And so the. The guy that I deal with for a rental, it's not the homeowner. The homeowner doesn't even care. She yeah. doesn't have a shed. But they're like, nope, it's got to be a wooden shed. It's got to have shingles. It's got to be approved. you got to draw it out on your plot and blah, 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 blah. It's got to be painted the same color as the yeah, house. Yeah, same as the house. I'm nope. like, nobody can even – because mm-hmm. where our lot is and where I put the shed so nobody could see it from the road, the only person that – there, there's two people that can see it. And it's the one lady here and the one lady here. and. Yep. I've kind of had issues with both of them, so it could be one of the two. I've kind of settled some of the issues at one of the houses, but um, I'm like, seriously, yeah. you care that much about a shed in my backyard that 
doesn't affect you at all. It's insane, man. Where, where we used to, where we came from, I had a friend that lived in it was called Bella Vista, and Bella Vista is like a retirement community. That, but it, like it's a city, like it's not like an actual like like a. I was gonna say that sounds familiar, but that's basically where we stayed in Juno, right? No, 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 up, up north in Arkansas. Oh, that sounds so familiar. So Bella Vista is like a I'm little. Sure, there's a lot of Bella Vistas, but but it's like a it's a retirement city where it was, and then like it slowly became like, hey, there's affordable housing here because it was all older houses and. But we had a friend out there who put up yard sale signs to have a yard sale. And be, there's actual rules in their homeowners association there that it can only be like certain feet from the road. So somebody went out and measured every single sign that they put out and they got like a $600 fine. Dude. And it's like, your life is that miserable. Yeah. That you're going to get off. I felt about the shit. I'm like, who cares? Why do you care what's in my yard? It's one thing if you're like shooting fireworks off at like three o'clock in the morning. It's behind a fence. Yeah. It's insane, man. I I will never get it. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I was talking to one of our other neighbors that we've become friends with, and they're like, so right now the HOA is still ran by, I guess, DR Horton. That's how our neighborhood's complete. Then it goes to the homeowners or something. Yep. And you got to vote on it. So she was like, DR Horton, like, they've already said that, like, they'll they'll send you the fine. Yeah. If you don't pay it, they're not going to do anything because it costs them money to get a lawyer and do whatever. And they know they're going to get rid of the HO anyways. So she's like, they're not going to really enforce the fines. I was like, if if I was the, if I owned the home, then yes, I would put a lien on your house and everything. Since I'm renting, like, I have to obey the laws because I don't want to get kicked out of my house. You don't want to get the the person. To if you own it. the home, they can't kick you out. What are you going to do? Put a lien? Okay, well, wait till I sell the house, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's the... So in our neighborhood, there was like... So we have to pay HOA fees and everything, too. Right. And uh, there was people who didn't pay the fees, and they like they took them to court. I mean, it was like... There's like, hey, there's eight of you that owe like $30,000 in fees and... Yeah, uh, I mean, I, something like that, I can yeah. see them But the fees are the fees are for like a pool... Which I don't use because the community pool to me is just, uh, yeah, and like uh, horrible bushes in the front. Of, like it's, it's like, man, I could. Like what kind of landscape? Yeah, is this? How, how? There's like four. So Scott Kennedy lives in the same neighborhood as me. Oh and, really? Yeah, he lives like literally three houses, nice. like three blocks down. And uh, I was trying to figure out the connection of why y'all were gonna fish tournaments with him. Like I knew you knew who he was, but that makes sense that y'all. Well, he's kind of a ringer in the in the area. We're doing inshore, right? No, no, I get that. Like he's mm-hmm. like one of the best inshore fishermen well, here. Yeah. I was just wondering where the connection of yeah, he lives like three. I blocks just want to put y'all to like go fish together a lot. Yeah, I've never fished with him before. We're just gonna start fishing tournaments out of his boat. Does he know that you haven't done a lot of inshore fishing? I've done some. I mean, I'll, I'll know, know what I'm Jordan doing. Jordan hasn't done a lot of intro fishing. I told him that I would pay for the entry fees he, as long as does we he could think win. This is gonna be a lot better than it's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, I've n- I've never guaranteed no him anything. All I can so there's a I think there's he's a charter captain, so he's used to yeah it. yeah. There's nine categories I think, and I want to win like six of them at least just to get my money back. Nice. Just hopefully we can do it. Because I have trout, redfish, sheepshead, sheepshead, and then that's it for this one. So first, second, third, and then I What's think the nine categories. There's a first, second, and third of each of them. Okay. So as far as big, so three. First, second, nine third. places. Yeah. Three categories. Yeah, three categories, gotcha. nine places. And then I think the next one, and it eliminates sheep's head. Well, how and, would you do six? Huh? Because you can place in each one. You can place first, second, and third in each category. But that's only three. 
Well, yeah, but there's... Oh, you could play... You could you could win them all. Yeah, you could win all nine gotcha. slots. Gotcha. Which, I mean, I hope that somebody outfishes me suck. for a few of them, but... And I don't want to win my... Well, no, that would just suck for, like... <laughs> if you were the loser, and you're, like, the one person... <laughs> That guy yep. <laughs> gets first, second, and third in all of them. You're like, all right. Yeah, this, this might not do this one next month. <laughs> yeah. And I think the one in February, because there's it's a five-tournament season type of thing. I think that then that one eliminates Sheepshead and goes to Flounder or something. Um, so I think mainly it's like the Inshore Slam. It's yeah, the yeah. Flounder. And I think Sheepshead just in January. Well, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, it'll be. I went out and bought a whole bunch of new reels from your from your thing yeah. I, I keep at, seeing I keep, all of them pop up on Facebook I keep offering people yours, 30% but. over over what you know I know what they paid so it's like I'll calculate it <laughs> the funny thing so if y'all don't know we just had a huge, huge. sale at the warehouse like I bought a lot of stuff because yep. the, the we can't say all the stuff because we we can sell things at whatever price we want to sell them at but we cannot advertise certain yes. prices because certain brands say you have to sell our item at this price. Yes. Otherwise we're like undercutting all the other retailers. And so that's just part of retail, but we can sell them at whatever we want inside our store. And so most of y'all know by now we bought a store out of Tampa and acquired a ton of inventory, a lot of which we didn't necessarily need. Some of which now we figured out that like, even though it's great reels, like a lot of the reels we were selling, they're good reels. Oh yeah. It's just not stuff that usually sells in our market. Or maybe they're different sizes that don't generally sell. So a lot of good stuff at 75% off. And so I knew that people were going to come uh-huh. buy it and try to resell it. But what is annoying is the people that are now posting the reels. There's literally a guy that is like um, selling these because I need money to fix my car. Yeah. I'm like, no, you don't. You just bought them yesterday for 75% off, and now you're trying to sell it for like $10 off a sticker price. And then another guy's like, selling these because I have way too many reels. Yeah. like, no, you just bought them. Yeah. I thought about like, it. Is there, a, is there a, do you really have to lie? Because the people don't even know. Yeah, most people don't like, know. Why are you, you're making an excuse, yeah. you're, you're making an excuse for a question that hasn't even been asked. Yeah. Like just say brand new reels, don't need. Yeah, I thought about I thought about dollars. I thought about going in there that day and just buying everything, and then yeah. just. But I didn't want to be that guy. Yeah. Because I would just sit on them, and then I mean I wouldn't be selling them right now. I'd wait until March, April, right. when everyone's know, looking when, for tackle. Yeah, for sure. And I'd be you know, but I wasn't gonna do. I was gonna like fifty percent off. Like I just want to make like fifty bucks a reel. But yeah. I decided not to be that person, and I bought only what I needed. Yeah. Which I needed a lot. So I think I ended up spending like a thousand dollars with the yeah, guys. I, which I bought more than I needed, yeah. but it's still stuff like it's stuff I'm gonna use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like I bought. We had a lot of trolling stuff, which yeah. we still have more. Like I didn't even buy it all because I I wanted to make sure people would, would yeah. um, have the opportunity to buy it. And so there's still more there now that the sale's done. So I'm gonna go get more. But yeah. so I don't, I don't need that many. But I'm like now that I got the bigger boat and I'm gonna be offshore trolling. Like why not? I might as well have it because I'm I'm gonna get cut off. I'm going to lose stuff. Yeah. So. Well, and like you said, it was great. I mean, it was really good. That's why I kept asking. I was like, is it really worth me coming up here to yeah. take three hours out of my day to staying in line? Yeah. Because I knew there was like, going to be a I massive A lot of line. people asked me what all, and I didn't even know what all, yeah. like I did walk through there, but for me, you got there. Well, you, I'll let you come in the day or whatever, two days before. And so you could see like, yeah. 
I couldn't have just texted you, hey, we have this and this and yeah. that. Like there, there was just so many different things. But it's yeah. like, yes, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's name brand. It was awesome. So I appreciate it. I uh, can't believe we did it, but hey, we got some walking we, around money. We, we got some spending money. That way we can buy some frisky fins, pompano rigs, and jigs for the spring. Yeah, man. Kobe and jigs. I ended up turning this podcast into two. Let's like, do it. I know. I was, <laughs> we're about to end it. Now we're 40 minutes after that. But we do want to do the, the Kobe and Jigs. Yeah, yeah. I talked to Mark about it the other day, and he got real excited about it. Yeah. Um, which kind of scares me a little bit. I don't want to I don't want to disappoint him. So he was like, throw feathers and flash and this and that. I'm like, man, for wholesale price, and you're asking a lot. <laughs> a lot of what – I don't really fish a Kobe and Jig much. Um, just unless I tie one on when I go on the pier, but like on the boat, I'm when I go out there, I'm just going to be fishing live bait probably. Yeah. Um, but when I've been at the pier this past year, a lot of the guys don't even have all the crazy stuff anymore. They like the ones with just like the rubber. Yeah. The tentacles. Yeah. The tentacles on them. Yep. And it's not even that many. Like they like this year's kind of been simple, but the way that the pier goes this coming year could be something completely different. Yeah. It's all about whatever the one cool kid has or whatever the first fish catches. And oh, yeah. I mean, it's it, like NLBNs. NLBNs were huge, which they still are. Yeah. But two years ago, everybody on the pier had an NLBN tied on. Yep. This year, everybody had a Cobia jig, and they yep. were even throwing $15 Cobia jigs at jacks. <laughs> That's insane to me. That's just I'm too- like, don't waste a Cobia yeah. jig on a jack. You could throw a turd on a hook yeah. at a jack. But you guys will be probably an exclusive Cobia jig only store for me. There's too much time to go. I mean, I can't, I can't pump them out like I would need to to, to wholesale them. So it'll, right. it'll probably be a Beachville Outdoors and online type of thing. Yeah. So it'll be good. That'll be cool. We got the yakking with Jack rig, and I think me and him are gonna do like a shark rig. Yeah, we're a cast out. Are we? Have we ordered any? Have you talked to Mark about that? You haven't, unfortunately. We need to get those. I'll yeah. I'll talk to Mark about it because I know we have some shark rigs over there, but it's like yeah, from somebody in the northeast or something. Yep. But and I don't know anything. You know, like when when we decided to do that, I let Jack. So I make them. He makes something part of them sometimes. Um, but it's everything. And and Yankin with Jack, I'm sure most of you guys know who he is, yeah. but he ran a business doing this. So right. he said, "This is what I want. This is how I want it." And that's what we've done. Yeah. So it's a high quality, overbuilt. It's probably actually too, too much. You know, a little too heavy. But when you're sh- fishing for sharks, I'd rather have a little oh, yeah. more than just not enough. Yeah, because I mean, you don't know what you're gonna. Ca- I mean, you might catch a hook a six foot bull or a seven foot bull when yeah, you're they're, black tip. They're not picky, so even the smaller ones, oh, they're, yeah. they're not gonna shy away from a no, from not a heavier at all. leader. So it's not. No. It's not too much in the sense that you're going to lose bites from it. No. As much as it is like. We could have got a little too smaller swivel or whatever. Or, yeah. No. We we ended up using the most. I mean, we used a very expensive, even at wholesale pricing. That, I know. That's like, like when you look at the components you have, then it's what? Yeah. Is it like a $20 retail price? So, yeah. So we, we sell them for $19.99. So 20 bucks. Yeah. And you look at the time it takes to do it and the components, you're like. That's a lot of stuff. Like yeah. I don't know what your cost is on it, but well, it's like, the time, dang, like you a... said. It's it's so I can throw a pompano rig together. Yeah, it's not you're just doing that. Yeah. Like you're crimping and oh well, yeah, and you're getting these multiple different crimps it's, and everything's cut to size. Yeah, it, it takes. I can only do like ten an hour, maybe. Or pompano rig, I can do forty 
right now. And yeah. So it's it's a lot more time to more produce time, more material, a rig. But... Yep. And harder to find material. It's not a lot of people are tying shark rigs. Right. So there's only one vendor or two vendors or. Uh, and so and, I'm sure you're overpaying because like. Yes. Because there's only a few people. So I was about to buy some uh, LP mono. I'm sure you've heard yeah, yeah. people talking about it. So I want to get some uh, 1,200 pound test, which only comes in 50 pound spools or something, which is like a mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's got to be like delivered on a truck that's got like a. And yeah. I'm like, man, it's gonna cost it's like me as much. Yeah. So I'm then I kind of like figured I was like, all right, so I can buy them in like they also come in thousand or hundred yard spools. And I was like, well, they're only a little bit more. I did the math. I was like, I'm gonna overpay a little bit, but I'm not no, getting something delivered on like a special <laughs> truck. Have a forklift <laughs> in your garage to move the shit around. Well, it's one thing to get it in the garage, but yeah. then I have to move, you know. And so I was like, yeah, I'll just order you like end up fifty of these up little like spools. A, a spindle in your yeah. in your garage, like pulling it off like it's freaking rope. But yeah, I mean, but it is twelve hundred. Twelve hundred pound. That's yeah. I wanted to go with 800, and then Jack was like, no, 12, it's 1,200. So this is a different rig, too. It's a, we're going to do like a, a drone, because you know everyone's got the drones yeah, now. Yeah. So we're doing the drone kayak-style rig, and it's uh, another local, the Coastal Worldwide. I think they do an 800-pound as their, like, panhandle-style. Okay. So we're going even above that, which, again, overbuilt, probably don't need it, but... You there's there's great some great white. whites. I was gonna say there's a couple of great whites swimming around yeah. out here. Six this year, eight, eight last know. year. Big John caught. I don't know how many. I think he caught. I think the word is that he did like six, but didn't yeah. really like. And Dylan and Blim got one. And then somebody from Texas got one for sure. Yeah. Came over. So they're here, John man. John was a little hush hush about his. Yeah. But. I heard he got death threats. Really? Yeah, like I heard that people were mailing him stuff, like death threats for catching that shark. And it's like, you have no control yeah. over what bites your hook. You dropped a bait eight hundred yards off yeah. the beach, and you're like, whoa, 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 please, hey, <laughs> this is this is not for great whites. Right. And what are the odds of us even having them here? Right. So, yeah, I heard he got death that was threats. Because cool, well, I know I wanna, Dylan and them. I want to catch one. I know Dylan and them were very hesitant about putting their their catch out, and then they made the news. Yeah, they made like Fox News or something. Yeah, I uh, I don't know for sure, but yeah, I feel like they might have called the news. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know, you never know, but <laughs> I don't know if the news called them, but yeah, which they, I mean, they are those. It, those it two made that guys, video pop off though. Yeah, those two guys know what they're doing. If if anyone yeah, is going to catch, I love fishing with Dylan and Blaine because yeah. they're. They're young, ambitious, but they're super smart. They're oh, yeah. super knowledgeable, like and and all, and not even just shark fishing, but all of it. Like, yeah, they know a lot. They're fun to fish with. So, Dylan, you're probably gonna get a message or call from me in the next couple of days. I watched him on another podcast, Demo. Yeah, yeah, finding Demo. And just their energy, man, is just. I'm just like, I gotta be a part of this. Yeah. Somehow, wh- whether or not we partner, whether or not they spawn, you know. I give you free rigs just to you. I just want to yeah. be. A, I want to go hang out with you guys. They're, right. You know, and they're they're freaking swimming tiger sharks back out. And I know the first just... time I shark fished <laughs> with them, and I caught the ten foot dusky. Like I didn't even want I to saw get it. in the water. Yeah. And then I, I got in the water, but I was like not feeling the best about it. Yep. And then I've fished with them three years in a row now, and now it's like. I'll get out there. I'm still not doing all the crazy stuff they do. Like, I'm not yeah. going to go swim with the tiger shark, but like, I'll get out there in the water and hold the tail and pull yeah. or whatever. Cause when you see a fit, like 
the smaller sharks are the ones that are gonna turn oh, yeah. around and bite your hand off. Yep. Now that big shark, yeah, it can bite your arm off, but you just it, fought it, it for an hour though. If you've got a ten foot shark, yeah. it, it can't just whip its head around right towards its tail and get you in two seconds. Yeah. So the little ones are really the dangerous ones. But well, and you know, and if anybody was gonna catch a great white, it's it's good that it was those guys. It's good that it was Dylan. It was Big John because right. they're they're very very knowledgeable you know mm-hmm. even their Make videos sure do the right thing absolutely you know I, i've seen some videos where like i've seen people like you probably shouldn't post that on because right. that, that's a protective species like yeah. you're in the background saying hey come get a picture and it's against the law to take pictures right. with that fit you know and it's like but not not you know those guys they don't get them out of the water they're in and out they're pushed there's they're swimming great whites back out in the oh, you know crazy. like that shark was not gonna i mean if it died it died that happened but they were gonna do everything possible right. to make sure that, that fish got for sure got back but speaking of uh doing things you're not supposed to do and posting online <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> let's restart that i did not do anything yeah. wrong my wife took a video and sent it to me and i'm like that's gonna go viral so i posted it well when we went to the keys last year we stayed on the water and there was a manatee that was back in the canal we were spraying it with water and so the neighbor my kids are outside with my wife. I wasn't even home. <clears throat> the neighbor who lives there was like, they love fresh water. Yeah. And so he turns the hose on, starts spraying the manatee. It rolls over, mm-hmm. open its mouth, and is just loving life, drinking fresh water. And so Courtney videoed it and sent it to me. I'm like, that was really cool. Yeah. And I posted it. It went viral. And so, you know, with Facebook and Reels, like, you can repost stuff pretty regularly. And so I posted it, like, multiple times. And every time I posted it, it would go viral. And then this summer... I get a call from a number I don't know, and I ignore it just like every other one. Yeah. And then I get a text. It's like, this is Officer So-and-so with FWC. I need you to call me. I was like, oh, Uh-oh. shit. What happened? And so I'm like kind of freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I posted a lot of FWC videos because they love stopping me. And so I call the guy, and he was like, we've gotten multiple reports of you posting a video of spraying a manatee with water. They're federally protected animals oh, yeah. you cannot mess with at all. And I'm like, I understand that wasn't me. Yeah. I wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> My wife took the video. He's like, he's like, you it, it could be this, this, and that, whatever. He's like, we just needed to take the videos down. I was like, I will. Yes, sir. I, I won't gladly do that, but I will do that. Whew. And so I, I went and deleted them all. And yeah. I mean, no big deal. But man, that's another thing of just like some Karens that's reporting something that's like, yeah. We were not, I understand yeah, yeah, if yeah, I'm yeah, like yeah. trying to catch the manatee, yeah. but that manatee was loving itself yeah. getting that fresh water. Yeah. Well, even like I've seen videos of things on the news where like the algae and just all the like runoff waste is so bad. And like the, those little canals yeah. that people are like doing it because they think they're helping them, yeah. and, you know, and it's like, how are you going to give that person a fine? Or like you could go to jail for yeah. spraying a manatee yeah. with water. I won't do it. Again. Imagine that. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know how you go to jail for that. It's like know? I spray my dog with water yeah. when it's hot, and he loves it. <laughs> she loves it. That's not going to jail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, God there's forbid that manatee. There's weird things that they're protected. I mean, there's... we know when we were in South Florida um, two years ago. We won't say any names, but we met up with somebody at the pier who said way back when they used to eat the manatee. <laughs> I remember that. that guy had also just had surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe on a pill or two. No, 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 no. He, but yeah. he said that they like 
Man, I don't know, back in the fifties, sixties, or something. Yeah. They would. He said they would harpoon them. Yeah. And then eat manatees. And I mean, I, I mean, there's places nothing was probably protected. Back there's then. people in the world that kill dolphins and yeah. eat them. And so, well, Brant, you know. um, Brant went to Iceland a few years back, and yeah. he said dolphin is on the menu in yeah. Iceland. I mean, you do that over here. He, said he was kind of scared to, to eat it. He didn't well, get it. But no, I mean, they people people eat manatee. I mean, not man. They eat dolphin oh, and yeah. whale and yeah. I mean. Just because it's cute They'll and cuddly doesn't mean people won't eat it. If you eat a dolphin or manatee now, they're more protected than our freaking safety. Yeah, hundred percent. There's a lot of stuff like that actually. <laughs> Turtles. Yeah, man. <laughs> I caught a turtle like two years ago at Fort Pickens, and I'm the things that people to told one. me to like. I was with Jack. Thank God I was with Jack. You're shark fishing, right? I, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, all I had was a shark bait out, and the turtle ate it. Not yeah. my fault. I went turtle fishing. Yeah. And I thought I had a big stingray on for the longest, and then got it up, and again, thank God Jack was with me, because I, I don't know what I would have done by myself, but yeah. he, like, was trying to pull the head open, and we got the hook out of its mouth, because it was literally hooked in the mouth, yeah. and we got the hook out and released it, and it was fine, but people lost their mind. They were like, you're not allowed to mess with the turtle. You should have called somebody, and blah, blah, blah. They're like, you should have. Somebody told me that I should have had an umbrella with shade, I should have put the turtle in the shade under the umbrella, got a towel and got it wet and laid a wet towel over the turtle shell and called for the volunteer person. I'm like, I did not have an umbrella. I did not have a towel and I'm not waiting five (laughs) hours for a volunteer to finally show up at Fort Pickens on a Sunday because I have a turtle. You had a buddy. I'll just take the hook out of its mouth and let it go. I mean, which is the easy, what's the best thing to do? Yeah. I mean, what else you want me? I could have just cut the line and left him with five foot of shark leader. That's the person that calls you and on your yeah. shed in the background. I know. <laughs> it probably was same lady. Which so not so I don't want to get in trouble for this. I'm not saying that you should hook and hurt turtles. Oh no, me either. But I didn't hook it on purpose. Exactly. You know, I'm not saying we should go and start killing manatees I never would have thought a sea again. turtle would have ate an yeah. entire Spanish mackerel. They'll eat anything. In, in my mind, I'm yeah. like turtles just like lettuce, but. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the case. Sea turtles don't like lettuce, I guess. But they, they I mean, like Spanish mackerel. It's, I mean, it's just a. There's so many. It's like the shark. It's like the shark thing. In the world, sharks need to be protected. In South Florida, they are everywhere. Here, in the Gulf of Mexico, they are yeah. everywhere. We have. You can't more go sharks. bottom fishing without a shark being no. on the on the reef. They're so, which. If you're somebody who doesn't fish, obviously you don't care, but that hurts captains. That hurts the fishery. That hurts right. vacations. That hurts us. I mean, as a, we're a vacation popular, you know, we're a vacation spot. Yeah. Where if all of a sudden, if you're coming down and every time you spend $5,000 on a charter and all you're doing is catching bull sharks. Yeah. You're not going to keep doing it. I'm sure you saw the picture. This has probably been a year ago now it was going around, but it was a picture of a reef and it was like. 30 years ago, and it was like all these big red snapper yeah. and grouper and uh, cobia and all this stuff all on the reef. And then it was like 2023, and it was like tiny snapper, yep. um, one grouper. They're turning the lights off on us. It's <laughs> um, all right. You want the and building? And then just like five sharks. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's definitely. We must close a lot earlier. Oh, it is 6.03. We went an well, extra hour. We did go an extra hour over the podcast. I, I don't know if I'm going to post this as one long one or break it up into two, but I don't have a key to this building, nor do I have the code to get in here. Um, so we got the go. employees are turning off the lights. So 
We're going to wrap it up so they can go home. James, appreciate you coming on here. Thanks for having me. And taking an extra hour of your time. I appreciate it. Make sure you all go check out Frisky Fins, his website, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all the things. We do sell all of his stuff here. Um, We're going to get the shark rigs at some point and hopefully some Cobia jigs. Yep. Appreciate it, man. And uh, make sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, all the things, Apple Podcasts, whatever you got to do. So catch you on the next one.